What's up, guys? Happy Friday, and thank you so much for joining me on another episode of Moving Dirt. It is Friday, May 29th. I'm actually traveling today, so I'm trying to get an episode here in the can. That way, I can finish my packing, which I am a little bit behind on. I'm pretty good at procrastinating when it comes to the packing, just from tour life and all that stuff. Haley and I used to basically put it off until the last minute, and then when we had two hours left to pack and then had to get on the bus, we would do that fairly proficiently, so we got good at it. And now that I'm actually reflecting on it, I was the one that did that. Haley packed two days in advance because she likes to be overprepared in that department. So yeah, getting that done today, and we're going to be shipping out. I want to extend a huge thank you to our listeners from Canada. We've recently, and I'm assuming this is because of the Joe Scally episode, that we've had a massive boom in listenership. I don't know if that's even the right word. Huge thank you to Joe Scally. Huge thank you to everybody in Canada. Hope you guys are doing well. Hope you guys are staying safe during COVID. I just started editing the interview from yesterday with Chris Dudley from Under Oath. It's totally awesome. I can't wait to show you guys. That's going to drop on Monday. Be sure to tune in. You guys don't want to miss it. Under Oath is an amazing band, and Chris Dudley is an amazing person. Him and I are both kind of film nerds, and so we just got to talking about that kind of thing. And he's a very easy person to bro out with, that's for sure. So yeah, be on the lookout for that. That's going to happen on Monday. Want to get to today's topic? However, first we're going to talk about Group A Apparel. Group A Apparel has been a huge supporter of the show since the very beginning. They're an action sports apparel line. If you guys haven't checked them out yet, go to groupaapparel.com, or you can go to their Instagram, at groupaapparel. Check out all the designs. They got some really cool stuff coming out. The thing that I really like about Group A is that they embrace the essence of what it means to be daring. The company's philosophy reflects that. It shows in the clothing, and I really like the F1 type of feel and vibe of the design. So check that out, groupaparel.com, or you can go to at groupaparel on Instagram. I was reading Epictetus the other day and came across this thing that I had not seen before. I thought it was really interesting and thought it deserved its own episode. So there's this concept that he lays out called the seven clear functions of the mind. And here's what he has to say. The proper work of the mind is the exercise of choice, refusal, yearning, repulsion, preparation, purpose, and assent. What then can pollute and clog the mind's proper functioning? Nothing but its own corrupt decisions. Okay, so I kind of want to break down each one of these and kind of talk about some actionable points for each one, right? So let's just go down the list here, starting with choice. This one's pretty self-explanatory. It's the ability to do and think whatever you choose. If you're blindly following along with whatever people are telling you to choose or whatever to think, then you're not really exercising the mind's right to choose. And that's a muscle that you got to flex. Next, you need to exercise the ability to refuse. And I think that this is specifically talking about temptation. Do you succumb to the desire to eat junk food every single day, or do you refuse it six days out of the week? On the seventh day, you get to have a fun cheat meal and all that stuff, right? Exercising that ability to refuse the things that you know are kind of bad for you is a really important thing. And you get better at it as you go along. I can tell you right now, I was not always the greatest when it came to being disciplined about many, many things over the course of my life, but over time you get better and better at kind of being the master of your domain. But that's not something that just happens. You have to practice it. All right, so the next one is yearning. And another way to look at that is by calling it ambition. It's the desire to be better. There's a lot of people who float through life and are just kind of okay with where they're at and what they're doing. And I think that unless you actively are thinking about, okay, where do I want to be in five years? Where do I want to be in 10 years? And how am I going to get there? If you're not thinking about that stuff, it's probably not gonna come to pass. 
Unless you're very lucky, and like we talked about in the last episode, luck is a thing, and it happens. However, by yearning for the life that you want or the type of person that you'd like to be, your chances of getting lucky go way, way up. Number four, repulsion. So basically what this is, is you are recognizing negativity, bad influences, and being repulsed by them. So, for example, without getting too political, a lot of people right now are repulsed by what happened in Minnesota, as they should be. And when you see things and recognize things that are blatantly not right, it's important to refuse those ideas and refuse those things to make sure that they don't become commonplace. Number five, preparation. We don't know what's going to happen in the future, and we don't know the exact things that are going to be required of you. However, you can prepare the best that you can so that when those opportunities arise, it basically becomes a small adjustment that you'll have to make, rather than finding yourself in a situation where you got to do a complete 180 and you're not ready for it at all. Good examples of this are physical fitness. You're much more likely to be resilient to chronic diseases and illnesses and all that stuff if you exercise on a regular basis. It's a daily way to prepare for the future and prepare for good health down the road. Number six, purpose. And I would say that this might be one of the most important ones because it kind of sits at the heart of what your personal core values are, what you believe in, what you think is right and wrong, and your overarching goal for your entire life. Haley and I have a set of core values that we believe in, and we try to live our lives in the best way possible, chasing those virtues. And though we're not perfect, those are the things, those are kind of the beacons in the horizon that we're aiming our ship towards. If I did distill it down to a simple purpose, I say it at the end of every show. The goal of my life is to work hard and treat people well. And any decision that I need to make, any career path I choose to take, anything like that, the end result hopefully is so that I can work hard and make other people's lives better. That's the, that's the whole idea. And finally, number seven, ascent. And in a nutshell, what that means is that you have the wisdom to see the difference between what's within your control versus what is out of your control and the ability to be okay and accept the things that are outside of your control. This may take some time and life experience to distinguish between the two and sometimes Many times, actually, you may need an outside person's opinion if you can't tell the difference between the two. But if you're able to do that, suddenly everything that happens in your life feels like it's on you. And I think that's a very liberating thing. It's an individual and personal way to express and embrace freedom. So I found those seven things to be very interesting and I started reflecting to myself as far as how do I practice those things in my life. Maybe it looks a little bit different for you guys, but it's just something to think about, and it was inspiring me this morning. wanted to share it with you guys. The episode with Chris Dudley from Under Oath drops on Monday. You don't want to miss it. I hope you guys have a great weekend. Don't forget to work hard and treat people well. I'm Josh Maria. See ya.